Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast, here to help you show up with the fullest expression of you. This is a place where we will explore the latest trends in fashion and design and the magic of aligning those external expressions with your true, authentic self. I'm your host, Jill Pagano, custom men's wardrobe stylist with Jay Hilburn, and a lover of all things self-expression. If you know you have a message and mission to live out in this life, but if you're like me and you get caught up living for the expectation of others, then this is the show for you. For most of my life, I sought the approval and validation of everyone, especially those closest to me, and lost myself in that journey. Thankfully, my passion, curiosity, and evolution brought me here. Each week, we'll dive into the latest examples of how to authentically express yourself through what you wear, how you design your home, how you lead yourself and others, and so much more, all to help you find your unique gifts and share them with the world. Because when you express yourself, you allow others to do the same. That's the power of expression. Now let's get into it. get started just after this message. If you're someone that's well-connected, driven, and eager to learn and grow a custom men's fashion business, I'd love to talk with you. I have partnered with Jay Hilburn, the world's largest custom lifestyle menswear brand with a fully independent sales force. Besides the world-class training offered by the home office, my personal program is based on a proven five-step process that helps you become your very best and show up fully both professionally and personally. If you're interested in learning more about this program and growing your fashion business, I invite you to request a free call by texting the word STYLIST to 573-502-0103. Again, STYLIST to 573-502-0103. I look forward to talking with you soon. Let me first start by saying you are going to absolutely love this episode, this interview I had with my beautiful, dear, wonderful friend, Simona. Secondly, I have to say, go ahead and grab your pen and paper because you're definitely going to want to take notes during this episode. So Simona was a former Sony marketing executive working with top producers, directors, musicians, talent, literally the dream Hollywood career. She was married and living the dream life. However, after her husband asked her for a divorce, which led to seven years of dark moments, blaming, complaining, searching for answers. And she started asking questions like, who leaves their dream job? Is this it in life? There has to be something else. Answers to her big life questions were being answered, but she had to listen. I know you will be inspired by Simona and this interview, so let's get into it. So Simona Soul is a business consultant and personal mentor to high-achieving women over 40, a 20-year marketing executive in Hollywood. She has 
paired solid business strategy with neuroscience to help her clients radically reinvent themselves in their next chapter so that they can make their vision a reality and create an amazing life. Simona's own catalyst for change was her divorce. Newly single in her 40s, facing the question, now what? She resigned from her prestigious career at Sony Pictures, packed her bag, packed her life into two suitcases and a carry-on, which we'll have to talk about that, <laughs> and moved to Mexico. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being, being with me. Thank you so much, Jill, for having me and for this wonderful introduction. Uh, yeah, we when we met instantaneously, there was a connection and we have only deepened our connection in the sense of like our conversations that we've had since uh, on numerous occasions. We found a lot of synchronicities, right. <laughs> which is amazing. So I'm right. honored to be here. I'm so honored to be here on, on, on the podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So... Um... So to, to, to obviously, you know, go back a few years and your and your, you know, your experience as a marketing executive with, yeah, you know, Hollywood. Right. We, we we see we see the the TV shows and the movies and, and it's Hollywood, um, your experience in that and your your self-identity. I'll, I'll I'll you know, I feel like. And obviously we're, you know, dive into it, but your journey, your journey of being, of expressing yourself in one way, who you were, your self-expression, your self-identity um, is really, is a journey of, you know, learning and growing and then, you know, expressing yourself and learning in who you are in a new, in a new way. And like you said, or like the, the intro, the catalyst was the divorce. And I know a lot of people will be able to, you know, connect and relate to that, um, whether it's divorce or a, a breakup of some sort. So what was, um, what was a moment for you where you knew it was time to change? Well, uh, when that happened, when, when my husband, decided to move out and for us to separate I was faced with the question what's next and I had lived in that life for 15 years now I'd come from Austria my native Austria I was an immigrant and overnight everything changed I lost my family of 15 years and it was really like the carpet was ripped out from under me and then I thought, well, there has to be something else, right And so that was my catalyst for change and now it doesn't have to be like that for other people but typically when something traumatic happens it makes you reconsider how you do things how you do life and there is a great opportunity to you know do something different to reinvent yourself in my case it was pretty radical because I took a sabbatical from work you know I needed to figure out who I was I needed to recalibrate and I came to Mexico to do yoga teacher training and there were very few women in that training, five of us. And I had a profound experience. You could call it a spiritual awakening because coming out of a meditation at the time where I was not good at meditating at all, I had my eyes open and I heard a voice say to me, Simona, you have to move here. And it was a full on body, full body experience. And this was prior to me becoming a student of Dr. Joe's. So I had no previous experience with 
what this means, but I felt that something had happened and that there was a, a shift going on inside of me because I literally felt it in my body and in my cells. And I remember thinking at that time, I want that. I really want that. And I kept thinking that. But then the next thought that popped in was like, how is this ever going to happen? Right. So that the rational me, the ego took over. And lo and behold, there was a woman in our small group who was a life coach. And she ended up opening the first door for me because she said, you know, why don't you do this? And she told me about this program that she's in. She introduced me to her mentor. And for me, not only was it super healing from the trauma of the divorce, because I could sink my teeth into learning something new, but it was also the skills that I needed to become a coach and mentor myself to start a business. And then, you know, it took me a while to actually follow through on that because there was a lot of resistance and a lot of barriers to leaving life as I knew it, the security and the safety. And it wasn't until I met another mentor, not coincidentally. So in that program that I was in, there was a woman that introduced me to somebody else. And this person really blew everything wide open for me and was uh, my catalyst for making the move eventually because, you know, I had to come to terms with facing my fears because you don't do that. You know, growing up as a little girl in Austria, I wanted to be an actress and I never became an actress, but I ended up working in the movie industry. And it was a very prestigious job. You know, it was a dream come true. And you don't just walk away from stuff like that. A six-figure income, five weeks paid vacation, bonus, you know, dealing with these really important and talented people and working on big projects that, you know, you see at the at the movie theaters and on TV. It's like, who does this, right? Who does this? Am I crazy to do this? So it really took a lot of soul searching and the not so gentle push of my mentor to say, to say, well, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. You have two choices. What's it going to be? Because it's not going to be there forever. And I jumped. And it was one of the scariest things that I've ever done in my life. And literally, I almost fainted when I walked into my boss's office to hand in my resignation. And then once it was out of my mouth, you know, there was no going back. And I never forget what he said. He said, because I was so worried. And he said, I'm so happy for you because I'm so miserable here. And I only have to do this for four more years. And when he said that everything went calm and then in the most wonderful way things ended up resolving themselves because I ended up working with them from Mexico for another five months as a full-time employee which was unheard of in 2016 unheard of right and I was the first one that was doing that and that kind of allowed me to to get my footing to find my first clients and to get started in my business so it's always that saying, you know, the universe got your back when you show it that you mean business. But right. getting there is 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 a journey. Is a journey where you require a lot of faith, uh, and definitely want to have a person in your corner that holds the torch for you and says, "I believe in you. You can do this." Right? Yes. So, yes. Oh my gosh. There's there's so much so much I want to unpack with what you just said. Um, yeah, just your your journey. I, I it's alluded to this earlier. Your journey has been one of self identity, self love, responsibility. Right, like there's there's a lot of personal responsibility, you know, to take in that. 
And then, and then, yeah, the strategy, but the, this is the thing, right? That with strategy, we are conditioned and we absolutely think strategy, like how to and tactical things and how am I, how am I going to go from point A to point B, right? But it was, the strategy was tapping into you, right? Yes. The strategy was your faith. The strategy was a knowing and a peace and diving more into you and then having the right connections, the mentor, right, in place to, to guide you, to, to support you. Yes. And, you know, it all started with making that decision. When I said to myself, I want this, that was making a decision. That was the declaration to the universe. And then things started showing up. And literally that first resource, that life coach was sitting next to me. But I wasn't aware that this could be somebody that could help me, right? Until we had a conversation. But when I decided, I became aware. Oh, she is doing stuff like that. She is location independent. Well, how did she do it? So I started to have the conversation. Oh, well, this is how she did it. Oh, so she then introduced me to another resource where I took a year to gain this, uh, to, to acquire the skills, right? But it started with the decision and then the pieces started coming together. The resources started, uh, I started becoming aware of the resources. And then there was obviously strategic work involved. Like I had to acquire the skills and I had to figure out a plan. But the people who helped me with that, they came into my life because the universe always brings you what you need when you need it, when you are decided that you're doing it, right? Not before. You have to jump in first, sort of without the bungee, <laughs> to declare I'm doing this, and then the bungee appears. Right, right. Well, and that that's um, Steve Jobs. Um, his one of his famous quotes is, "You can't connect the dots looking forward. You only can connect the dots looking back." So obviously now you're, you know, you can see how all those dots are connected, but when you're in it, right, when you are, so to go back to your, um, your, your Sony, your Sony marketing job and, and being married, right? You were living, you absolutely had the Hollywood dream, the life, the, the, the dream life. It's, you know, in every aspect, um, from an outside, right? From an, an outsider looking at you. You're beautiful. You have a dream job. You're married. I'm sure beautiful home, right? Like all those external things that you that you had. So what was what I know you had, you know, the divorce was the catalyst for the big change, but thinking about someone who's, you know, maybe listening to this podcast and they're on their way to work. And they just are getting, they have that pit in the stomach or something. They're just not happy, but maybe they're not even putting words to it quite yet. I mean, what was, you know, walk us a little bit through of those moments of like you, the awakening and the just the beginning moments of like something's not right and I'm not happy. Yeah, I my my thought at the time was, is this it? there has to be something else, right? And then 
I started asking myself this question, well, now that it's all wide open, you know, it's, it's, an, it's an empty canvas that I can paint in any way, shape or form. What would I really like to do next? And the answer didn't come right away. I went through the motions of going through the grieving of the divorce, and then I took the sabbatical, and then that thing dropped in. You have to move here, right? And so then I knew, oh, yeah, I want that. But how is that going to happen, right? But the, I, the, the, the thing that I tell clients all the time is if you don't know is because you don't take the time and space to get to know yourself right? Because we get up in the morning, we're busy, we're rushing, we're reading emails, we're, we're on the phone or ready while the coffee is brewing. But we don't take time to sit down, get quiet, get still, and ask these important questions of our soul, right? But when you start doing that, eventually, you get an answer, right? And it will surprise you, because most likely, it's 180 degree different from what you're doing right now. And then you got two choices. You can get freaked out by it and go like me, well, how is this ever going to happen? Or you can say, huh, interesting. Now, what would that be like if I did live that life, if I did that and see what happens? You're going to become aware of opportunities, of people, of resources. And here's the beauty. The resources, they are already within your field. Uh, within your network, within your inner circle, you are just not aware of it. It happens all the time when I work with clients. I was just talking to somebody and this person has a really big vision and the vision is going to impact a community. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be replicated into other communities and it's big. So it's overwhelming, right? And then as we're talking, she says, well, I know this person and this person is connected to that. And I'm like, so those are all the resources that you need. You realize that, right? <laughs> Not consciously, but when you point it out, it's like now it's just about getting started. Tap into the first resource, take the first action step, and then see what happens. You'll become aware of more resources, right? Because it's it's kind of a ripple effect. Right. Absolutely. Well, I just love the fact that you said, because I this is something I have felt as well in my in my challenges, but the um is this it? Right? Is is this is this it? Is this is this all that I'm supposed to do? And and to say that, you know, there's people that that have big, you know, big jobs, right? Big jobs. And they are doing the status quo. They are just like what you said. They, they're not even giving them, they're so robotic. That's, you know, Dr. We talk about Dr. Joe Dispenza. We can certainly go down that path of that conversation. But like Dr. Joe says, you know, we wake up in the morning, the same side of bed, we give a, the, it's, cup of coffee out of our favorite mug, right? We brush our teeth, we have breakfast, we get in our car, we're driving to work the same way, the same, has anything changed? No, and it's giving ourselves space, right? Giving ourselves um, white space to be able to connect in with who we are, to maybe figure out who we are for the first time, to then be able to, express ourselves in a, in a new way. So that was a big part of your journey. And I just like to point out that that, that that is strategy. 
because without that, then you don't start, um, you know, asking the questions and then the, all the, all the resources. I love what you said, like all the resources that you need to have that dream life are, are in your vicinity, are in your proximity. But again, it's having just the baby steps and the conversations and understanding and trusting that it just all guides us um, to what ultimately we're meant to meant to be if as long as we're open. Yeah, and the idea is that in the universe, everything already exists. Everything is already here but you don't need it until you make a decision, right? Why would it come to you if you haven't decided? You don't need it. But right. once you have that thing that you say, this is what I really want to do and I am doing it, you become aware of all these resources. And it is, like you said, you mentioned the status quo. I talk about that a lot because we get so comfortable in the status quo, especially if, you know, if we have, achieved a lot in our life but there are there's there's more to life than uh success there's fulfillment and then there is purpose and a lot of times what happens is that in our 40s we become more aware of hey that ought to be something else in my case it was a divorce but it could also be because you have plateaued in your career there is no longer fulfillment there or you're an empty nester you know you've had this thing that you did for decades and now there is a, a space a vacuum so how what do you fill that with and that's typically when we go within that we get to know this little voice inside of us our intuition that tells us i want to do that because our soul is always looking for new and exciting things to do but when we're so busy we're drowning that little voice out right and then sometimes it redirects us through a an event, like in my case, the divorce, to, okay, pause, evaluate, and, and what's next? What do you want? Right. Explore that. Right. So good. Yeah. Um, again, another Dr. Joe, he says, um, yes, that that crisis generally speak work are the human, the human experience. It's the crisis is the catalyst. To change so so right so like you said if it's not a divorce maybe it's an empty nest or what you just said um but like dr joe says like how bad does it have to get right and mm -hmm. um you know as bad as the divorce was you were able to um you were able to to dive into the next steps and um and and begin that journey for yourself yeah, and, and at the end of the day, I came to look at it as a beautiful gift because, and this might sound really strange, especially if somebody is listening to this that is going through this because obviously it's an emotional roller coaster and it's very challenging while it happens. And it can also be a wonderful catalyst for positive change. It took me seven years, Jill. It took me seven years because I was mostly angry. I was very angry. But in year seven, I came to see that there was a great gift in this whole thing, that my ex-husband actually set me free when he left because I wouldn't have left. And I most certainly wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today had he not had the courage to walk out of that marriage. That was no longer fulfilling for him, right? So he's happy now. He has a new marriage. He has a toddler. 
and I am doing what I love and I'm living in a place that I love, right? And that would not have been possible for neither one of us had he not been courageous to say, this is no longer working for me. So I, I want to encourage everybody who is listening to this to look for the gift in every situation. And I know when it's challenging and when we're in the middle of it, it's difficult to see, but trust that you're never given more that you can handle than you can handle, and that there is something in there that is a gift to move you forward in the direction of what you're here to do, because you have a purpose, you have a mission, you have a lot to contribute. And when you embrace it, when you say yes, then you are in tune with, with the universal flow, because guess what, all of us, have been given these gifts so that we can contribute abundantly to, to, to benefit the collective, the whole. It's not just for you, you know, it, it, it's meant to be also helping other people. And when you do that, that becomes true for them. Yes. Yes. I, um, so you, you know, sharing your story and obviously I shared with you, um, just in our, in all of our conversations, I think about my mom and while my mom never had a, um, big corporate job, she, uh, her love was being a stay at home mom. And that was what she always wanted to do. And so she was a stay at home mom. So married stay at home mom and three, three kids, a middle child. So older brother and younger sister. And so she, her entire identity and every, her being was us kids. And, um, but unfortunately she also really suffered, suffered from depression. So she wasn't really able to be present for us, even though that's really what she wanted to be was a stay at home mom because of her depression, she, um, wasn't able to show up in fully. In, in that way. And so then when we became an, when she was, became an empty nester and divorce on top of that, um, it really put her in a dark place. And I bring that up because of what you're doing, couple things. One, because what you're doing and who you stand for and what you've been through and how you are able to guide so many so many people that have been in really such a dark place in their life, but you're able to guide them, you know, guide them through and know that help them, right? You're that, you're that guidance, you're that coach and mentor that able to help them look within and see their gifts and feel their gifts, right? And, and, and their fulfillment. Hey, it's Jill again. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you're someone that's looking to connect with other like-minded people that love fashion, entrepreneurship, meeting friends, learning something new, and being introduced to a new business opportunity with Jay Hilbert, then you must check out our monthly connect meetings going on nationwide. Whether you are personally interested in the business opportunity or you know someone who might be, then this is a fun way to connect. 
They are approximately one hour long in-person gatherings with light bites, networking and learning, and they are informative, relaxed, and even a wow factor. To learn more about our Connect meetings and register to attend one in your city, text the word CONNECT to 573-502-0103. Again, the word CONNECT to 573-502-0103. Now let's get back to the show. So um, I, I, that was just a just a kind of side note of knowing, um, you know, thinking about hearing your story and just like if my mom could have heard your story or someone like my mom and how that can um, the impact um, of them hearing your story and that it doesn't have to be over when you think that status quo um, is over. Yeah, that's that, that, that's a really good point. It's, it's just a new phase begins and you can heal from it. And that's why I always talk about my divorce as being my catalyst because it was one of the darkest times of my life where I literally in the, in the morning woke up and said, God, why did you make me wake up? I should not be breathing anymore because nobody can sustain this much pain. And I'm saying this because I really had a lot of dark moments, a lot of dark moments and got it a different plan. Right. So whatever it is you're going through right now, the fact that you're waking up every morning means that you have a purpose. You have something else to do on this plane. And the question, the work for you is to ask, what is it? What is it? And you can ask, you don't have to ask yourself, what is it that I really want to do next when you're in this much of a traumatic situation? But you can ask, show me my next step. Just my next step. Show me my next step. You can say God, or spirit, or universe, whatever feels best to you, just show me my next step. And it'll come. You will be shown. And then there's the next step and the step after that. And it becomes, you know, a domino. Right, right, absolutely. But whatever, whatever it is you're experiencing, you're experiencing it for a reason because ultimately you're going to be able to help other people lift them up because you know what that means, what that feels like when they find themselves in a situation like that. So, and it also means that you are an incredibly strong person because you are going through it. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yes, that like you said, you know, we're only given, we're given, I'm sorry, I'm gonna butcher it. Um, wait, how does that saying go? <laughs> you said it. Um, You're never given more than you can handle. Yes, thank you, yes, thank you. And understanding also the well a couple of things one the the journey the the journey of that in that it's our responsibility i you know one of my big words is responsibility and self-identity and self-love but um but the responsibility of no matter what it is that's happened your responsibility of diving your responsibility of diving into the work no one else can do the work for you right and Yes, I, you know, I say the word sucks, right? Like things can absolutely suck. And I also just want to mention or bring light to, to 
what you said about seven years. You know, <laughs> we we are in this fast paced, get over it, let it go, move on, stop it, you know, uh, culture and society. And the fact that it took you seven years. Now, seven years, I mean, I want you to share, but like seven years, what what did that look like in terms of, it, it's not like you just woke up one day and I'm over it. Like what were some of the steps that you took in in that time? In the, in, in Until I came to see the gift, well, I did a lot of personal development work and I really changed how I looked at things. And I took to heart what my mentors were teaching me, look for the gift in it. And, you know, at first I was very angry. I was like, well, how, how could there possibly be a gift? And I will never forget one of my very first coaches. She had me, she asked me a very profound question with regards to the topic of abandonment. And it was had to do with my mom. She said, why, why was it a good thing that your mom abandoned you? And I said, well, there was nothing good about it. I couldn't think of a single thing. By the end of our session, I had a, a, a sheet this tall, this big, full with reasons as to why it was a good thing. And that was like, oh my God, I just switched something in my mind. And the same happened with with coming to the realization that it was a great gift that my husband left because, you know, it was all about personal responsibility, looking at where I was in the victim role, where I actually got something out of being the victim in, a, in, 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 a, in an unhappy marriage. You know, I got attention, I got uh, consideration, and I didn't have to take responsibility for my life at all. I could blame somebody else. But what happened was that's also not feeling empowered, right? When you accept personal responsibility for what's going on in your life and you say, okay, I own my part in this, then you take the power back. Right. And that's the moment where you can actually start changing things because if we're a perpetual victim. There's no way we're waiting for other people, for people else, for things outside of us to change something when the work needs to happen here on the inside. And that is one of the most difficult things that a person will ever do because we have to face ourselves. And sometimes the things that we see, we're like, that's me too. Oh my God. And learn to love that part of you where you're like, oh, I don't know if I like that part of me, but learn to love it, right? Because it's who you are. So it's getting to know yourself and it's work that's not stopping every single day. You know, you learn a new thing about you. And the, 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 the challenge is not to run away, not to close your eyes and not to say, oh, I can't look at that. You know, you have to confront it. Right. Face it. Get to know yourself because when you do, you can change things. Right. And that's right. our responsibility individually. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's not and fun, but it's well worth it. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And that is the, so the, the name of the podcast, right? The power of expression. So you just tapped so much into, you know, the meaning the meaning and the depth of the, the name of the podcast, the power, the power is within you. The power is that personal responsibility. And yes, it is not easy and it sucks and it can be really overwhelming and paralyzing and all these things, especially if you're just starting your journey. Right. But understanding it's like once you see something, you can't unsee it. Very true. Right? 
And so the power, the power is that self-empowerment. It is that empowering peace that's within all of us and um taking and that responsibility because once you do those two things then i then the the expression the self-identity the the bigger questions like you know you got you know i, I I'm, I'm connecting the dots but it's like you started the taking responsibility looking within asking the questions um, and then people, the resources, people started showing up in your life and started asking you powerful questions that required you to go deeper and answer in a more powerful way. It couldn't just be a, oh, look, he did that. It was his fault or my job's fault or my boss's fault. Or it's like, no, the deeper the question, the deeper you have to go within you. And it sounds like that, I mean, that has been that was also like part of your journey and and now what you what you mentor and and coach on yeah and it's interesting because we all on the surface you know we 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 fit in you know the little boxes to get you know to feel loved to feel acknowledged to feel validated to to be liked right and that's why we hide certain parts of ours that we think other people might not like and we don't get that anymore right but that's the work to get to know who you really are so that you can be fully expressed as you because you're not a little person that is meant to be in the box. You're meant to be fully expressed. And yeah, not everybody's going to like them. That's quite okay, right? But it's it's sort of taking off the, the mask and the, the costume that we wear in society to be like and to step out and, and take a stand for something or or just really show ourselves as who we truly are. And part of that is also looking at these parts that maybe not the most endearing ones, but when you look at them, then you can start changing that. And then you can become more of who you are in a positive sense, right? Right. But it's always about not conforming to to norms, to, to, to being squeezed into something. And that's one of the things that we learned from early on. You know, we have to adapt. We have to adapt to sc- at school, at university, at, at work, right? Well, what happens to your great gift, to your brilliance, to your light? You know, you dim, 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 dim. You make yourself this tiny. But when something like that happens that's traumatic, it's meant to be shaking you up and say, hey, wake up, you you you've got all these really great gifts and you're not using them i'm going to shake you up so that you can actually expand and be who you are and express yourself as who you are because you came here for a reason and with a purpose yes oh my gosh so my uh yes we are we are multifaceted multi-layered multi-passionate beings yeah right and and Absolutely. We are not meant to fit in a box. And so even even a dream job, you know, dream job, dream life fits us in a box if we're not fully expressing all parts of us. And absolutely, it's it's a crisis that that does that that literal that literal figuratively um, shake up that then makes us to start to 
question and um, unpack, unfold, uh, begin? Yeah, I mean, people people call it, you know, midlife crisis. Or with me, it was also like, who am I now after my divorce? What's my identity, right? So this is all intended to get to know yourself and to come out of the box and really step into a more expansive version of you that you have been all along, but you just haven't shown that. And that's when I say I help women, high-achieving women, radically reinvent themselves in their next chapter. That's this inner transformation. I mean, yes, they write books, which they always want to do. They move countries or they started a business or they became speakers. But what happens first and foremost is that internal transformation of owning. This is who I am. I have stuff to give. And then expressing that in the outside world and being okay with it, you know, being completely okay with who they are and living that life. And I think that is priceless. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, um, so with the multifaceted, multi-layered beings that we so powerfully and beautifully are, um, what are maybe one, maybe one memorable, really fun um, experience in your previous career and then, and then a memorable um, experience um, in your current in being in Mexico? Ah, oh, previous life. This has been so long ago. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I remember one time, my, my, my mother tongue is German, right? I'm Austrian. Uh, I was born in Austria. My mother tongue is German. And I remember the director of Spider-Man, um, Sam Raimi. He wanted to do a greeting to our German uh, business unit. And he wanted to do it in German. And so they came to me and I was a manager in the organization. I said, oh, can you teach Sam Raimi how to say these sentences? <laughs> and we rehearsed literally for two hours because he was a, he's a perfectionist, right? right Until right. he could speak it flawlessly, you know, those three sentences to address our German business unit. That was really fun. That was oh, really, really fun. fun. Oh, yeah. fun. I, so I was like, wow, <laughs> did that just happen? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could, I can only imagine that I would be laughing probably nonstop in that. Yeah. And he says, am I saying it right? Am I saying it right? <laughs> like, well, hold on. Let's try it one more time. Right. So that, was, that was really, really, uh, really amazing uh, experience at the time. Yeah. And then, um, and then an experience in Mexico. Oh, or working with the, working with one of your clients or you know, like, like to, 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 like to, there's actually a really cool story. Like um, a year and a half ago, I was working with, um, as a, as a, as a consultant and mentor with the former president of Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, who hired me. <laughs> I used to be his employee who hired me to become his consultant as they were opening a business. So that was really something where I felt it's, 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 it's come uh, full circle because I used to sit in meetings with, with this guy when I had just started my job at Sony. And then I am actually the one that's giving him advice on his business. So that was that was uh, quite extraordinary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about coming full circle. But, you know, one of the things that I really love um, doing here is welcoming clients for a transformational weekend because... It, 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 I call it a mini retreat. It's two days with me where we work on 
whatever it is that's up for them that they want to work on. So we do the mindset piece in the morning, then we do a strategic planning in the afternoon. But on day two, I take them out in nature and we go on this curated nature excursion to really anchor in and integrate the transformation that took place the day before. And it's one of my favorite things to do because we go to beautiful locations and they're just in awe of the surroundings here. And then our work continues, you know, we, we, uh, we continue our conversations, but it's just, it, it, it's a really beautiful experience. So that's one of my favorite, favorite things to do to welcome people here. And, I love uh, Yeah. And, 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 because when you retreat from the world, from your regular environment, something opens up in your imagination. You know, you have like that universal flow comes in and you can really, you're not restricted. You know, you can really go to places that you probably won't be able to go when you are in your regular environment. So that's for me, it's one of the biggest transformational things that I do, the biggest transformational work that I do. And it's I, wonderful. Yes. Well, and like, yeah. So, I mean, Women, women, you know, work, you work with women over 40 and, you know, they've had a status quo, robotic, joyful, maybe, you know, they, they love their, they love their family. They love their, their husband, their kids, that sort of thing. But there's just something that, like you said in the beginning, that, that question of, is this it, is, is this it, is there something more, right? That's, that can be that one little, it can be a whisper, starts out as a whisper, right? But just to point out that like, they can have 40 years, 44 years, 45 years of just doing the same thing and thinking, well, why should I change now? You know, I'm the, the kids are, you know, off to college or I'm almost 50 or, you know, it's gonna take forever or, you know, whatever those, those thoughts, those beliefs that are, you know, swirling through. But just to point out what you said about a weekend retreat, right? Two days. So for a woman to get away from the robotic of her life and to be surrounded by in a new environment, you know, there's um, our our environment is stronger than than our willpower. So it is about Dr. Joe talks about that right as well so the power of getting out of your day-to-day -day environment and going to mexico and spending two days and working with you um and the transformation and how quickly i just want to point mm -hmm. out the and speak on this but how quickly transformations can actually happen it's not where it's going to be another 45 years extreme no. I, I actually work with a process that's based in neuroscience where you can really quickly change belief systems that you have that have been holding you back unconsciously because that's, you know, people always call it limiting beliefs for a reason because you're not aware of them. So how would you know, right? But once you look at your results and you see what the root causes and once that's transformed, it goes really quickly. And I've been working with women in their 50s and 60s and the one reason why there's why they are doing it is because the regret of not having tried is unbearable. Mm -hmm. So that's the motivation. I've worked. I literally right now have a client who's in her mid sixties. She just co-authored a book, writing her new book, 
became a speaker, is doing research projects. And she too said, sometimes said, you know, I wish I had done this 30 years ago. Well, you're doing it now, right? Can't change what's happened in the past, but she's doing it. And that's the important part. She's doing it because the regret of not having done it, not having tried, that's unbearable. And that's the motivate. That's the motivation. So it's never too soon or too late to get started. It's always a decision. And if you feel the call, the time to make that change is now, not tomorrow. It's now. Because that's really all that we have. And when that voice inside gets loud enough, that's when you know. Yep. That's that's what and that's it. But how loud does a voice have to get? For well, you. for me, it was pretty loud. It ripped the carpet <laughs> out underneath me. <laughs> right, right to right to to pay to pay attention to finally, you know, it's a whisper. It's a little bit louder. It's doesn't have to be the brick wall, like the the figuratively. It's, it's, that's a really good point that you're making. It doesn't have to be just traumatic. And one practice that I recommend, which I know you're very familiar with to sit down in the morning, to take some time for yourself, whether you meditate, whether you pray, or whether you ask yourself a question. Because the answers come, and it doesn't have to be traumatic, but it'll come, and you can then choose to act on it, right? But it requires you to love yourself enough to make this, make yourself important enough in your life to take that time. And like I said, it can be five minutes and you can build on that, but you have to love yourself enough to feel worthy of taking that time. Yes. Yes. We only, we only receive what we feel worthy. Wait, I'm going to butcher it again. It's another doctor. We only receive what we're worthy, what we feel we're worthy of receiving. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll wrap, wrap it up here, but just the, the, again, I'm using the word, the power, but the power of our conversation, the power of what you're doing and the transformation that, that you've personally gone through and then now impacting so many other women in their life and having this, having this conversation, having this podcast, having social media. Um, social media, you know, depending on your view, right? You, we, we attract, we attract what we, what we want. Um, social media has been really powerful and really life changing for me. And I'm going to assume for you. And I say that because you and I attracted one another in our life, right? Social media, social media did that. But the the repetition, again, I'm going to kind of reference Dr. Joe, but it's the repetition. It's not about, it's having the awareness and having the acknowledgement of it's not a one and done. No. But the person that hears this podcast, that hears this conversation, it could be their very first introduction to that whisper to that something's off, something's not right, is this it? It could be the first time they're hearing this or it could be the 50th time or the 100th time. And it could be that moment that then they they pick up the phone or they call you or they, or, you know, something where they really then start taking the next step. So the power is 
the repetition of these conversations and you and I showing up in our power and showing up to express, you know, who we are. And um, you never stopped in this, you know, in the seven years and neither did I, you know, it's, it's the, it's all the steps. And so um, that's really the, the beauty of, of this conversation and this platform and, and us, you know, rising, you and I rising up and allowing other women and men to rise up as well. I think that's really beautifully put. And, you know, it, it, it's all about getting the message out and it can be a seed that is planted in somebody that hears this for the very first time, or like you said, somebody hears it for the 50th time and it changed something because sometimes we have to hear things over and over again. And what one day we hear it differently. Um, I've had people that have never worked with me, but that have later told me, you know, that one thing that I heard you say, that one thing, that one conversation that we had, remember when I didn't become your client, but that one thing changed everything for me, right? And that's all they needed, but they needed to have that impulse. So if you're listening to this and you have a message, you know, go out there, share it, go on social media. There's a person out there that needs to hear that. Thank you very much for listening. Grateful and appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you passed it on to your friends and helped me get this message out into the world. If you liked what you heard and you could take 30 seconds, give me a five-star review and share it with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Remember, the power of expression is in everything we do. Sending you so much love. And until next time, bye everyone.